0: This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you by Side Door. As an interior designer, a home stager, a window treatment professional, or a home organizer, you guys deal with products every day, many of which your existing audience would love to own. If you're dreaming of selling product through your website or through your social media platforms, but you just don't want to be bogged down by ordering and shipping and loads of inventory, you need Side Door. When Side Door entered the home industry in early 2020, they changed everything. Side Door lets you source and curate the perfect trade-only pieces for your customers' homes. And with their seamless platform, you can create product collections with ease. Curate an entire room, specialize in a certain aesthetic, or simply create a collection of, I don't know, your favorite area rugs. Whatever you know your clients love would make for a great Side Door collection. You curate the look, Side Door handles ordering and shipping, and you make money. Plus you can sell each collection many times over, creating the perfect opportunity for recurring income. Or if you really just want to keep things simple, you can use Side Door to buy products yourself at designer pricing without needing to have an account with various vendors or meet any of their required minimums. It's about power to the designer, people. If you're ready to truly scale your home industry business, go to onsidedoor.com and apply to join. Now, let's get to today's episode. My name is Kate the Socialite and you're listening to episode 205 of The Kate Show and today I'm talking about something really exciting with a return guest. We're talking about how you can create your own sustainable flooring line as an interior designer and I cannot believe how easy it is to do this. I cannot believe how much freedom and flexibility you guys have in doing this so we got to just get right into it but before we do This episode is brought to you by HoneyBook. So if you're looking for a professional client workflow that can be automated just as much as your window treatments, you need to check out HoneyBook. You can use code SOCIALITE for 50% off your first year. Guys, this is a great way to automate your client workflow and send emails at the right times, send reminders and not have to do it manually anymore. My agency uses it and it has saved us a ton of back and forth. So you can go to share.honeybook.com forward slash socialite and use the code socialite to get 50% off your first year. Alright guys, sustainable non-toxic building materials are really hot right now and they're going to be trending for all the right reasons for the foreseeable future. As your clients become more attuned with protecting their homes from carcinogens and other chemicals often found in flooring, your need to source from reputable retailers will only increase. But does it have to be retail? Whether you focus on biophilic interiors, green design, or you just want to get off the off-gassing train, you need to consider using Revelwood's hardwood or manufactured flooring for your next project. Revelwood's recently launched a program in which you as the designer can create your own hardwood or manufactured flooring line, from designing the finishes to being physically present at the factory. If hard finished selections are your jam, and if you are a certified interior designer, you may have just found your next lucrative trade partner. So today on The Kate Show, I am quizzing Revelwood's founder, John Dupre, on exactly why and how his company decided to partner exclusively with interior designers to develop their own lines of this eth- ethically sourced, sustainable, non-toxic flooring. I'm really excited about this, and that's why I'm tripping over my words, because I just want to like get to the interview so you guys can hear all about this. Uh, It is very easy for you to get started with this process, it's very incremental, you're not going to be overwhelmed, there's also not a huge financial investment by any means, so it's kind of a no-brainer. But first, a little bit about our guest. So John is a lifelong flooring industry veteran and the founder of Revelwoods, the world's first flooring sourcing platform for residential interior designers. Now, unlike most wood retailers, Revelwoods requires complete access to the production process of every hardwood floor they offer. All products are sourced and milled in North America, and there's going to be a few caveats to that, um, and he explains that in the interview. And they have personally vetted every single one of their suppliers to verify that their harvesting, manufacturing, and operations practices align with Revelwoods' ethics and sustainability standards. The team at Revelwoods knows not only where the lumber is sourced, but also the nitty-gritty details, from the ingredients used in the wood finishes, all non-toxic by the way, to the fair treatment of employees who bring raw lumber to hardwood flooring. Every hardwood floor is handmade, custom curated, responsibly sourced, and deliberately selected for excellence. You can experience the Revelwoods difference by going to revelwoods.com or just listen to this interview, because it is about to get good. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Kate Show. I have a return guest with me today, John Dupre. John, welcome back to the show.
1: Thanks, Kate. It is always a pleasure to sit down with you.
0: Well, I'm glad that you're willing to do this because your partnership with interior designers has really become crucial to the designer uh, and helping them serve their clients better and really build their design empire. And today we're talking about something that isn't like it doesn't happen all the time you guys are doing some pretty cool stuff at rebel woods that people need to know about uh, as designers because this could be a game changing for them and I've alluded to it in the intro to this episode but obviously we got to get all the details on how designers can create their own sustainable flooring line because like whoa first of all having your own line of anything is a big deal but then to also make it sustainable that is such a hot topic and for good reason in the home industry right now so let's just kind of get into it First of all, what is the philosophy behind why you guys wanted to make this an option for designers?
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. So one of the things, I mean, I guess if you hadn't heard me on the show before, it's been a few years. Um, can I just give like a brief update of kind of like how we got to where yeah. we are on Go this and it. how we started? So, I grew up in the flooring industry. I know everybody's just hide your jealousy. Okay. It's a terrible look, but some of us are born with it. So I grew up in the flooring industry. My father was a a contractor for 20 something years. And so I kind of grew up helping him with that. And then he ended up moving into a distributorship, kind of basically started one. And there's a whole story there that we don't have time for. But um, someday, if anybody wants to hang out, uh, I'll tell you the whole story. So I started um, in a, a company that made materials for the flooring industry and then ended up joining the distribution business. And we kind of realized that, like, this wasn't its an old industry. Flooring has always been done a, a very specific way and it hasn't changed much in the last, you know, 50, 60 years. So we kind of thought, you know, this is going to look a lot different in 10, 20 years. I mean, all these other markets have been blown up by the internet and all these other things. So, what does the future of this really look like? And after some serious trial and error, We realize that the interior designer is underutilized in the flooring world, and the flooring industry has never really empowered the interior designer to be a part of their what they do. The same way that the furniture industry or the window treatment industry has. So we eventually landed on um, what would it look like if the interior designer was a legitimate luxury sales channel for flooring just as legitimate as what we in the industry would consider you know big box as a sales channel or the specialty retail that you see that's like you know the actual flooring stores that you see different places that's normally the sales channel so we thought what would it look like if the interior designers were as much of a sales channel for flooring? So obviously the benefits of the flooring industry are obvious. Here's the designers are, they have such huge buying power and such huge influence over these projects, but the advantage really needed to be for the designer. So what did that look like? And we knew that the workflow for an interior designer is very different than a flooring store. You know, You're not going to put rows and rows of waterfall racks in your home office or if you have a studio or wherever you're you're working from because there's just so many other products you're responsible for and flooring takes up a ton of space even to just sample it so we basically started building from the ground up uh, an entirely new workflow so that interior designers could source flooring in a way that protected them protected their bottom lines protected their vision for their overall Projects and what they wanted for their clients, and gave them that much more control, both uh, creatively as well as financially, over something that's such a huge piece of this project. So that's where this all started. So, going down that vein, we realized that, uh, you know, I could look at a new line, I could look at a new manufacturer, they could have 30 colors, I could try to pick what I think are the best 10 or whatever but I'm bad at that. So I am admittedly, I'm not a designer. I am terrible at uh, deciding which shade of taupe is gonna be the, the winner for this year. So we thought, you know, in the spirit of the designer really being a legitimate business partner and legitimate part of the supply chain, we need to just empower them that much further. So we've come up with a way, I mean, we've got lots of different ways we source, but this new thing we're launching this year uh, and it's a little more advanced that you don't necessarily start at this, but it's something that you know you kind of work for, and we get you to where you need to be so you can do it. Is the ability for a designer to create their own line, and so it'd be co-branded with Revel Woods. We handle all the heavy lifting as far as like invoicing and logistics and that kind of stuff. But as far as the sales, education, marketing aspect of it uh we thought the designers gonna be better at that than us anyway let's empower them to create something that has their name on it that has their stamp on it that uh me- you know metaphorical stamp we don't put like a. I mean i guess you could put a stamp on it if you
0: want I, <laughs> oh don't give them ideas
1: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> i'm i'm not gonna stop you well you, you know once a floor is delivered you own it um you do whatever you want with it at that point but something that they could just own an even further piece of this and it also prevents a lot more of that conflict that you see sometimes when uh, a contractor will come in and be like, no, 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 I got that. I'm going to source them. I'll pick the flooring out yeah, you. It's fine. You just tell me which of these three works. You know, And it just is so dismissive to the designer and the designer's profession and the designer's process. But if this is something that is your floor, that's exclusive to you, that you can only get through you, well, the contractor could still buy it. But guess who that contractor is buying it from? He's buying it from you. So that is, and if you want to charge a price for the contractor that's lower than what you would charge the clients, the contractor can make some money. Whatever, that's your that should be your decision. Mm -hmm. So we just empower you to make that happen. So I started at the end; we can work our way back from there. But that is kind of how we got to where we are now with this new with this new initiative.
0: Yeah, and it makes total sense. And and to the last point you made, I know that a lot of business coaches have been talking lately about the importance of selling as much product as you can through your interior design projects, because you cannot add more hours to a day and you can only work so many billable hours before you absolutely hate your life and your business, but you can sell more products and you will scale your business based on the products you sell. And, you know, obviously your margins have to be appropriate too. And that is a different conversation for a different time, but the whole concept of making sure that people need to buy through you is genius. It's kind of like why Amazon got so big because they are selling a ton of products through their own platform. And there's no reason why a designer can't take that same scalable model and apply it to their own business. So let's talk about the actual product. Cause like you said, people, designers, they want to be able to sell products, but they want to be very proud of and confident in what they sell because at the end of the day it reflects back on them not necessarily even back on revel so with these sustainable flooring lines that you are going to be helping designers create how are the raw materials sourced and from where because i know that uh, sustainable sourcing is something that a lot of designers are understandably concerned about right now
1: yeah that is a great question and so It's really difficult to source sustainably, especially the further down the supply chain you get, because especially wood, right? Like it all kind of looks the same. And, uh, you know, this brown wood and that brown wood. And why is this one $4 more? Well, you know, sometimes it's based on how it's sourced. And I made that $4 difference up. Sometimes it's not any more expensive to get something that's better. But that has always been an issue in the lumber industry, Um, you know, illegally trafficked lumber uh, is huge. I mean, it's the size of, I mean, in some cases in dollar amounts, it it rivals some illegal drugs. So it's a huge, huge thing. And so that was something when we first started, we really wanted to take uh, our sourcing practices to the next level. So now my father, who I mentioned, started the distribution business that Revelwood's kind of born out of. He's currently serving as chairman of the National Wood Flooring Association. So we are very deeply connected with who we buy from. It isn't just okay, yeah, it's this broker and he knows this guy in this place and we just are like, yeah, okay, he sounds he seems like a nice guy. Well, I'm sure it's fine. We really, you know, I can walk through a flooring mill and I can tell you what a good practice is and what isn't. I can usually tell you based on the cardboard that it comes in, what country that that material came from. We are just experts at this. So when we first started, we really only picked material that was sourced in North America. And after a while, we noticed that that wasn't as important to our clients. So we continued to make sure that everything was responsibly sourced, but we did open up to some other areas. We do have some Asian product now. We do have some European product. We personally just try to make sure wherever it is this is coming from, that we are just going to be transparent about it. You know, a lot of times you'll see products, they'll give it a French name, and then you cannot on that website find where it actually says what country that's from. It'll say, oh, this is a French name floor and it's imported into California. And they'll never, they just, they're not going to tell you. I mean, eventually, if you dig enough, you might find it. We thought that's bull. We're not going to do that. So if we have something that's coming from China or Cambodia or Malaysia or wherever, right? Or, or Germany or Canada. We're just going to tell you, like, this is where it's from and this is why we like it. And if there's any concerns, We'll tell you that too. Like we don't think there's a concern in this, but here's my, what you might want to watch for whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. this is a partnership, so Transparency. What, yeah, 100%. And if if you're going to you'll you'll make an informed decision. And you you know, if we we say, "Hey, this is from here. I need something that's in this spec or this whatever," because we have our site offers, you know, 150 or so floors, but for designers, we source Thousands of different things for them, and we're going to blow that wide open later this year too with something we're calling Revel Woods Plus that we're actively working on right now. But in that case, like there might be something that says, "Hey, this is this is this spec you're looking for, this is the product you're looking for, it's the price you're looking for, but it is from China, and this is a little bit about the factory. What do you want to do?" And in many cases, they're like it's fine. But if that's not fine, like you're going to know it's not going to you're going to find out after the fact. So if it's like, "No, that's not fine, I need something else," and okay. Let's find it. So, that is, you know, we try to go really above and beyond. And then, if we can, um, and that's tougher with some of the Asian factories, although I did go to China once um, and saw some of these factories, and that. Is a fun story for another day, oh, but um, the uh, that was I don't. It's a lovely country. The people were were wonderful, but the food is definitely different. <laughs> um, so the, uh, yeah, I uh, uh, it was yeah, that that. If we get time later, I'll tell that story. So we usually we do try to vet if especially if they're in North America, we visit with these factories and we see them firsthand and we make sure that they're really. Know, abiding by the best practices. During COVID, I will admit that got a little tougher to do ourselves, especially even just going to Canada. Like we couldn't even do that mm-hmm. for a couple of years. Uh, I still haven't been back there actually. And they'll allow us in, but you have to like submit a blood test or an ancestry.com result or something. They're, they're, still, pretty,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: they're still pretty strict on who they let in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I will tell this story. We, we had taken on a vendor during the supply chain shortages that had product. And they told us it was from a Western European country. And I'm not going to give specifics for this story, but um, we said, okay, that's cool. So we had ordered some material. They said it's been delayed. And then they, they let us know, hey, it's finally here because there's all kinds of shipping issues, which that happens. They said, yep, it just landed in the port of Vancouver. And I was like, port of Vancouver from Germany? Like that, I mean, I wasn't a geography genius growing up, but that's the wrong side of Canada, amigo. So we realized that they had not been telling us the truth about where it was from. And we dropped them immediately. Mm. It was like, I know this is a decent product, but you can't do that. You yeah. cannot do that. So my point around all of this is uh, we take the sourcing aspect of it very seriously. We are more than it, as deep into this as you want to get as a designer. If you want to know, I mean, we can arrange in some cases, especially if you're moving some product, we can arrange to get you to the factory that these lines are made in and see it for yourself blog from it, tell your followers how cool it is. You're in the flooring factory picking out your new colors. We can arrange all of that You know, at a certain level. I can't just like offer that for free for everyone if you're not buying mm-hmm. anything, but, mm-hmm. uh, but it is a thing that we can definitely do and have done in the past um, yeah. so that we're just full-blown transparency. We're really good at spotting this stuff if it's not good. And so you basically get to leverage our ex- expertise.
0: I love it because really what it sounds like is if the designer is serious about making this happen, you guys are serious. You know, bringing them into the factory, actual boots on the ground. And I really like that because you've mentioned before the importance of the designer being able to take full ownership from start to final installation. Today's episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by the Window Coverings Association of America. If you're an interior designer, a window treatment specialist, or an installer looking for business growth, listen up. With an annual membership to the WCAA, you'll receive trade discounts, ongoing education, and an exclusive listing in their homeowner-facing directory of professionals. Which, by the way, guys, makes it a lot easier for people to find you. Whether you've been working in the home industry forever, or you're fresh out of design school, the WCAA can help you take your business to the next level. Whether you're just trying to scale up or you're just getting started, go to wcaa.org for more details. I mean, being at the factory, even just one time, is something that is really cool to be able to turn around and tell your clients, like, yes, I've actually seen this being produced and I can verify personally that it is ethical, that it is non toxic. I know where it came from and I really believe in this product and that's why I sell it. So if a designer is like, okay, this sounds cool, but like what does the whole process look like? Because to a lot of people, it might sound very daunting, but I have a feeling that you guys at rebel Woods have this all mapped out.
1: We we do. It is, it can be a little daunting. So you usually what we're talking about here is kind of like it's not the first thing you do on day one. So I've never sold flooring before, I don't know anything about flooring. Teach me about flooring. Okay, cool. Here's your online design. I tried to screw it up by. it's there's a few steps between here and there, which I'm happy to talk about. So and they're not hard steps, but we want to make sure that you have to be confident in what you're doing in order to do this successfully. It's not hard, but there is a little bit of effort involved. The reward far outweighs the effort, but it's not, you know, oh, all you got to do is just like write this thing down on a post-it note and boom, you know, everything. So the way we usually work is we kind of have like three levels now of professional that work with us. So the first is just a a professional. You apply for a pro account on our site at revelwoods.com. You go into professionals, tell us a little bit about yourself because we don't just like let your clients go on and do this. And then you're a professional. From there, we just launched our certification program. So we have a whole hour long course. It's eight videos. The whole thing top to bottom takes an hour. So each video is like anywhere between seven and 11 minutes. And it's everything you need to know as a designer. So we created the first education course for flooring, uh, specifically for residential interior designers. So if you're a commercial designer, you can get something out of it too, but I'm just letting you know like it's very residential focused. So this is, you know, we took all of these different flooring courses that we've both taken and taught over the years with the National Wood Flooring Association and other places. And we distilled it down to say, okay, a designer needs this, 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 and this, but not like these five things. So this course isn't about moisture testing, concrete subfloors or that kind of thing, but as a designer, here's everything you need. Here's things you don't. I sort of teach it. So it's sort of my dry sense of humor. We try to make it entertaining. I don't know how successful we were. We were at that. <laughs> I think it's great. My mom thinks it's great. What more do you need? I know, right? <laughs> right. So it's, uh, but it is the kind of thing that even our our sales manager took it the other day. He's like, I know. I had to sit down and do it, and I'm rolling my eyes, thinking I'm not going to learn anything new. And he found it to be very entertaining. So, so it's an hour, and then when you're done, there's a test. You don't have to take the test, but if you pass the test, it, you become a certified designer, a Revelwood certified designer, and That is, in that course is enough stuff so that when you talk to your clients, you're going to know at least what questions are important. If not, you're going to know 100% more than they do, um, but you're going to know more than even some flooring professionals. And that's going to be enough to feel like, okay, I can start having these conversations. And if a client asks me a question, I'm either going to have the answer or I'm going to know where to find the answer, but I'm going to be able to talk intelligently about this. And that's super important because they're going to have all these wild ideas where they say, okay, yeah, I need this. And I want this done in a herringbone. I will, I love this, but can you just like kind of do it as a Chevron and you're going to know like out of the gate. Okay, no, you can't do that. And before you, you know, what happens a lot of times with designers when they do this is when you don't know, and it's not their fault, but when you don't know something, you know, you might agree to it, not realizing what you just agreed to or what you agreed to go find Mm -hmm. doesn't exist or yes. is really expensive, or and at least you'll know out of the gate, okay, I don't know if I can find that or not, but I can tell you right now, it's going to be reflected in the price, right? And So you're just having those conversations. You're going to be very transparent with your client. So then once, really, once you've, you've passed the certification course, that's when we start talking about the designing your own line. We want to make sure you've got some level invested in this and that you know enough of like, I'm serious about this. Because again, if you can't, you can't sit down for an hour and learn about flooring. I I don't think you're probably going to go too much further than that. You know what I mean? Like if you don't have time for that, like you're not going to have time to put in what you need to do in order to be successful with this. It's not a lot, but it's, if you can't do an hour, it's not going to work. You know what I mean?
0: Prioritize your time. In other words.
1: Yeah, exactly. And honestly, you don't have to go right to sourcing your own line either. We have a lot of other options that still work. Most designers we anticipate are going to say, look, I don't really need to have my own line. Just the fact that I have all of these options that are protected that aren't shoppable. It doesn't need to be something that I necessarily create and market myself. Just having this as a tool that I can use to keep my clients out of other people's showrooms Mm -hmm. is more than enough, I think, for most people. But it's that's where we go from there. So we kind of build up on this so that you really get a sense of like, okay, I can do this. I want to do this. I'm in. What's the next step? Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of thing.
0: Okay. And even if there was a brand new designer, whether they just started a second career or they are fresh out of design school and they took your course, they passed the test, would they be a good candidate or do they need any further specific qualifications to do this with you?
1: No, they're fine at that point. Honestly, you're gonna know as a designer, especially if you've taken the hour course, you're gonna know whether or not you can do this okay. and or whether or not you're gonna want to do this. If you get through it and you're like, you know, this just not for me, that's okay. It's not going to be for everybody. So it, at that point, if you know everything that's in that course and you want to do it, you're fine. There's no magic thing you have to do beyond that. You don't have to have like 20 years experience as an apprentice somewhere or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so there's no, you know, or you have to have like your own showroom or you have to have, it's got to fit with what. You do, and we've got a few different ways we can do it. We tailor a lot of these programs to the designers we're working with as best we can. So, you know, if you've got a showroom, you you know, you want to have uh, a ton of things in there, great. You want to just have two things in there, you know. There, the way this kind of design your own line works is, we set aside a series of reference colors, so it's semi-custom, right? It's not. Uh, you can go full full custom if you want to, but that's a huge commitment. Um, At that point, you're talking about taking on like inventory and stuff, which Mm -hmm. is most people at that point, they're like out. So, yeah, which is cool. That's not what we're pushing. We're just saying that if if you've got the resources to go that far, we'll take you there. But most most people don't. So that's all I'll say about it at this point. I won't waste any more time there. But it's basically a semi custom line like a pizza. So, you know, we start with the platform right now. We're doing it only in White Oak, but we're going to expand it to other species. But it's like, okay, I want it in a three and a quarter solid white oak in a clean grade. And then I want it, these six colors that I'm going to name, whatever I'm going to name. I mean, you you would name them yourself. So you could name it whatever, right? The lettuce collection. And you've got iceberg, <laughs> and you've got romaine, and you've got, I don't know, any other types of lettuce. So it's those a small too.
0: collection. It's a very small collection.
1: Small, but delicious. And just as good for you. But my point is, you know, you basically build it like a pizza, right? So you pick your crust, then you pick your sauce, then you pick the cheese and the toppings. So you start with the platform, you know, the solid or engineered. Then you pick your width, you pick your grade, then you pick the color, and then you can pick your sheen on top of that. So you want your collection is going to shine like a diamond. That's cool, right? Like you can do that. So then we price it kind of just based on the platform and the grade. So any color any sheen of five inch engineered character grade is going to be the same price so maybe you pick six colors of the 15 in that reference kit then those are yours you've named them Um, at that point you would buy from us the bigger samples so you would have those and you you know you market them at that point uh if you want to and that, that's great if you're working with builders or whatever, because you can kind of show it to them and be like, this is this is my collection, this is my stuff. Now, if you've got a client on a project basis, it's like, I love this, but it's just not dark enough. You could pull out that reference kit and say, okay, well, this big sample I have here, it's available in these other 10 colors. So, oh, I like this one, cool. Well, it's the same price, we can do that. You know it's, It doesn't have to be one of the six or eight or whatever that you picked in order for you to sell it. Our whole model is whatever it is you need, to be successful on a per project basis, we try to accommodate you on.
0: Mm, yes. And to your point of marketing, I know that that's where a lot of people's minds are going, especially since they're listening to the Kate show. They know we talk about marketing and having your own line is, is a big deal. And then, OK, how do you market it? And I just want to put this quick little caveat here to everybody listening. If you have your own flooring line, don't feel like all of a sudden now you have to have a totally different sales funnel to support it because what you can actually do is just start incorporating it into your projects, serving your clients that are right in front of you, just as you would source flooring from any other place, only you're sourcing it from yourself, which is good for so many reasons that we've mentioned. Don't feel like now it's like, oh, I've got to have, I've got to write a blog post about flooring now. I mean, you can, You can try to just sell the flooring, but it makes more sense to just incorporate it into your projects. And then, you know, like you were saying, John, talk to the contractor about it. Let them know you are this resource because really that makes life easier for them too.
1: Oh, way easier. And, you know, I'm really glad you said that because I can see where based on going back and replaying in my head what I've said, I might not have been clear about this. Where this is the most effective is your projects. This is something you would put into your projects. It's not the kind of thing that you would go off and try to like get placed in other flooring retailers and that kind of thing. This is designed so that you have this element to insert into your projects. So the level of investment on your part really is beyond the sampling costs and whatever you would do to market it to your clients, like stickers or whatever you're gonna put on the back of them that or naming it. That's really the cost to you. So when you have these projects that have this in here, you let us know, I need an invoice for whatever. We can actually bill it for you. So we can sell it directly to you and you can mark it up and resell it, but we can also sell your client or the contractor directly your product at whatever markup you want. So, if the seven-inch clean grade engineered product, for example, is like you know nine ninety-nine delivered for a trade. Pro- I'm making this up. But I don't know if this is the actual <laughs> price. But the uh, so if you're like I, I checked it and it wasn't nine ninety-nine. I okay, sorry. Um, I'm making I'm making that that number up. But let's say for let's use nice round numbers. So the trade price, the designer price, is nine ninety-nine for this platform for this product that you've picked. So, you could sell it to your client for twelve ninety nine, right? And if the client's going to buy it directly, maybe they don't want to buy it. Maybe you don't want to deal with the cash flow headache of a twelve thousand dollars flooring purchase. So you can have us send the invoice directly to your client at twelve ninety nine a square foot. And then what we do with our designers is we commission them the difference whenever they they have us bill it so that they're not holding on to the cash flow issues that whole way. So they they get paid a little later. You know, we send the check about a month after the floor is delivered. But, you know, we had a designer with an, an early version of this program tested out. And I think, I think she put like four bucks a foot on it or something. So, I mean, we sent her a check for like five grand. So it was, uh, <laughs> but she was, but again, that's what she marked it up. That's what she wanted. So the thing is, because it, it's not something that's going to be on our site, once you've picked your flooring, it's something that's only shown by you to your clients. So we invoice it through our site. We handle the logistics through our site. But they're not some, they're not gonna like jump on and find it on our site. So you would set the price. Like we don't set what that ceiling would be. Mm-hmm. So if you say it's $19 a square foot and you're only paying nine for it and you can get $19, like I'm not gonna stop you. There's nothing out there that if they Google your line of flooring, even on Revelwoods or search on Revel Woods, they won't find it. I so love that. The designer is is really if you're the kind of designer that can handle that level of power which i'm sure you are if you listen to this show we'll give it to you and we'll support you like we're not going to put a ceiling to say oh yeah this is the retail price and you only get 10 Like mm-hmm. if you get 10 you want to market up 10 market up 10 you want to market up 100 i'm not going to stop you you mm-hmm. tell me what you need me to do
0: yeah yeah i just like how ever since the beginning of rebel woods you guys have had so much respect for the interior designer and Doing whatever you can to support and add value and just reveal the value they already bring. Because, you know, to some of the points you made earlier about sometimes contractors will inadvertently try to devalue and they don't always mean to, but it can happen. Somebody has to have a designer's back, and you guys do. And this line that you guys are doing for designers is proof of that. And if the designer is like, okay, so all of this sounds good. I want to do this. I'm ready to take this on. Where do they go to get started? Because you know, you said you, they need to take a course. So where do they find that? How do they get set up? What proof do they need to show that they are an interior designer, not a homeowner, all those things.
1: Yeah, so it's pretty easy. And honestly, this whole thing, if it just sounds like it's super daunting. Or, oh man, I want to get there, but I don't know about all this other stuff. Like it's all incremental and it's all optional. Like mm-hmm. none of this you don't have to you can do whatever you want, right? We it, mm-hmm. it's we're not going to force you to do whatever. We just want to make sure that if you're going to go all the way in on something that you know what you're doing first and you know what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. So, you basically start at the website revelwoods.com and then under there's like a professionals tab at the top. It just says pro uh, professionals and you apply for a pro account. And so the big things that we ask for on there that are, are a tax ID number to show that you're like a legitimate business. Uh, the other thing too, is if we're going to be paying, like if we're billing your client at a markup and we're going to be paying you commission, like we need that tax ID number mm-hmm. because yeah. otherwise, you know, let's just say we don't break any laws. That is not our, That's <laughs> not our deal. Always a good um, thing. Yeah, we're very proud about how many laws we don't break, uh, <laughs> which is all of them. We don't break yeah. any laws. Uh, but yeah, so we need that. The other one too is the more you can give us on that application, the better. So if you have a website that helps because we do check them all. Like, it's not auto approved, like they're all approved by our staff. So we do check. We'll check and see what kind of projects you've done. Like we, we try to learn a little bit about you. So try to share a little bit about you with us so we know kind of how we can best help you or what, you know, when we do um, our onboarding call. <clears throat> well, that's actually the next step. So the other thing too, there is a little tell us about us on the application. So the more you give us, oh yeah, I heard you on the Kate show or whatever. Like I- I'm going to guess that most of your listeners are designers and not homeowners, so like we're gonna know. Think like, that's probably not somebody's client. The other nice thing is when when a designer is sourcing for a client something that isn't on our website, that's one of our trade only items, like this line, or there's going to be thousands of other things pretty soon that are that fall into that category that only designers can see on our site. If somebody contacts us and says, "Hey, I'm looking for whatever this floor is." that's not just something that's on our site. Like we're going to know it came from a designer, right? Like it's, uh, there's only one place you would have heard about that flooring and it would have been from one of our design partners. So whenever into that, it happens and we can kind of, we'll first do our detective work, try and figure out where that homeowner came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll reach out to the designers that we think that it could be and say, Hey, is, uh, you know, Mrs. Jones, your client or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes. cause they reached out to us about this. What do you want us to tell them? So, you know, we always check with the designers first. So then once you're approved from there, we we have one of our staff members, um, used to be me, and it's not really me anymore, reaches out and just to do a basic onboarding call. And we really, before you get to that next step, we like to do that. It's not that long. It's like 20 minutes, but you just chat with one of us. We want to learn a little bit about your business. What's your experience level with flooring? What were you doing before? Did you do anything with it before? There are no wrong answers in that, but we just, so you know, like there's a human on the other end of this project. We're partners, you and us are partners, um, and we're here for you if you need us, or you don't know, or it's, I don't know anything about flooring. I just heard this guy on this podcast and it sounded kind of interesting. So I signed up thinking, what the heck? Cool. That's totally cool, right? Like, well, what do you need? We'll figure it out, right? Like there's no wrong person for this. And then the education course, we, we talk about that on the onboarding. But it's right in your dashboard. When Once you're logged in as a pro, there's like a big button that says become certified. Uh, and then it also opens up our pro only resource center. So we built a whole resource center beyond that of you know, common things that we know designers come up with. We add to it all the time. If someone's like, oh, well, my contractor says this, this needs to acclimate in the house for three months before it can be installed, which is like that was true in the 50s. It's not really true anymore. Like it's just this old school mentality. So we have resources on that you can look them up, share them with your clients. If they have their questions about sustainability, right? Like we've got all of that in there too. So the whole point of this is like, you can get as deep or as shallow into this as you need to, in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. If you want to go really deep. We're here for you. We love it. We'll nerd out all day on this stuff. But if you're, and if you're like, look, I don't really need to know, you know, what tree and which forest this came from. I just need to, I trust that it's okay. I need something that's going to be a foot or less or whatever, and it needs to have this kind of look. Okay, cool. Then we'll work with that, right? Like it's, um, we're really here to empower you to take control of this piece of this project.
0: Mm -hmm. I love it. I love the empowerment of the designer. And being able to support them in growing whatever empire they want. Some people want a small empire. Some people want a big empire. Some people have some pretty big goals out there. And I just like how this is very adaptable. So I'm hoping that there are, well, I know there's a lot of designers listening who are all about getting their own lines whenever possible. And guys, I don't know how this could be any easier. So head over to revelwoods.com become certified. Doesn't take long. You should be able to set aside an hour. I know y'all are busy, but this is also about increasing your bottom line ultimately. So it's a worthwhile use of your time. John, thank you so much for coming on the show yet again. It's always a pleasure. I love this show.
1: No, I'm so glad to be here. I love this show. You're one of my favorite people.
0: Oh, well, that's so nice. (laughs) (laughs) Nicest thing I've been told all day and I've been on the phone all freaking day. But (sighs) (laughs) everyone, thank you so much for listening and be sure to tune in next time because we're going to be talking more marketing. And if you're like, okay, well, now I need to figure out how to tell my clients I have my own hardwood flooring or my own manufactured flooring line. We can talk about that, guys. We can talk about what does a blog post look like? How do you announce that you've got your own line of something? What is the proper way to do a press release for that? Oh, there are so many good things that we could talk about here, and it doesn't have to be complicated. So come back next time. We'll be talking all things marketing. And until then, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at the Podcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.